Hey, 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 it's the Steve Maraboli Podcast. Thank you so much for your messages. I'm happy to be back also, so thank you. And this new format really, really works for me. So thank you all for your messages and for listening. I got a couple minutes now heading to D.C. Uh, to speak uh, about global literacy with the UN Foundation. So uh, let me get to a couple of emails quick before I have to get going. Uh, and again, thank you, uh, everybody, for participating with this show. We'll start with uh, Deirdre in Fort Lauderdale. She writes, Dr. Steve, I've been a fan of your work, for, uh, your writing for years, and battle most with the concept of letting go and experiencing the now. I feel like I just have too much baggage and it reflects in my relationships and I can't seem to shake it or just let go and forget it. I would love any advice you could give. Um, I think that I could give plenty of advice on this. Um, first, let me start with you're, you're not going to forget it. Letting go isn't about forgetting. The reason it hurts isn't because you remember it. It's because you have an unhealthy attachment to the story of it. Letting go is is about perspective. It isn't about memory. Uh, a lot of times, it, it's the healthiest thing you can do is not forget it and not avoid it and not pretend it's not there, not try to forget it, but instead look back at it, kind of like have a funeral for it. You know how when you have funerals for things, you you remember the good, you remember what you could learn from this person's life, and you and you you let the bad be buried with them. Uh, a lot a lot of times letting go is that. Letting go is that. And and you don't let it go because you're trying to forgive somebody else. You know it's, it's always about you and your perspective. And when you have to let something go or change your perspective about an event. Remember, events don't come labeled. We are the ones who label the events. Like Shakespeare said, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Again, we're encountered with this idea that your agreement with reality defines your life. So when you have to let go of something, it's not about forgetting it. It's about looking at it in a way that doesn't poison you, that empowers you. Looking at the situation in a way that you can learn from it to find that message in the mess. Changing your perspective is what will change the emotional tie and the emotional attachment and the physiological and emotional effect that event will have on you. It's about changing the perspective. And that's what letting go is. And yeah, of course, if you have things to let go, that kind of, uh, of baggage will definitely reflect in your relationships. Uh, you ha- you, if we could see it, you know, what's interesting about baggage is that I travel airports a lot and, you know, they weigh your bags and everyone's carrying this and they have to move things from bag to bag and, and, and not everyone travels lightly, but it's easy to see because you're holding them. It's easy to see because you're weighing them. A lot of people carry so much extra emotional baggage, but, but you keep carrying it because you don't see it. Nobody's weighing it. You're seeing the effect it has, like you mentioned on your new relationships. You're seeing the effect the baggage has. It's, I remember this one time I, I was, uh, first of all, I'm a people watcher and I can blame it on being a behaviorist, but I was probably a people watcher my whole life. I just always find it fascinating. I feel like I, I live, like I'm, I live in a zoo. <laughs> like I just, I enjoy it. But, but I remember I, I was coming back to New York from, I think a, a business trip out West and the plane landed. I, I couldn't wait to get to my car. I couldn't wait to go home. And as I walked through the airport, 
I was like a man on the mission and I was just walking, walking, walking and breezing past baggage claim because I very rarely ever would chair a, uh, check a bag. And, and so while I'm walking by, I couldn't help to hear these kids, young kids, like screaming, yelling with excitement over to, over to the, you know, my peripheral. And of course, curiosity caused me to look in the direction of these extremely loud and excited kids. And it, it, it appeared, it was obvious that their, I guess their dad had come home from a trip. So these kids are jumping up and down with excitement. And as they see their dad walking towards them, and, and as soon as he got close to them, they tackled his legs. And, and even from me, and I'm racing to my car, but I'm, I'm watching this and it's, it's a touching moment. You see these kids so excited to see their dad and they're jumping up and down they're tackling his legs. And he, of course, seems so happy also. And this is like it's catching the attention of, of people around because it's such a touching and loud moment. And they're hugging his legs and they're jumping at him. And he's he's trying you're, if you're, you're watching him and he's trying not to hit them in the head because they're at his legs and they're jumping and he's holding like <laughs> this luggage up in his arms high because he doesn't want to hit the kids in the head with his luggage. And, and, and with the excitement, uh, you have all these people watching him and these kids are yelling for him to pick them up. Pick me up, daddy. Pick me up, daddy. And, and, and as I was watching, I'm thinking to myself, he, he can't pick you up. He's, he, he can't embrace you. He can't receive the love that they're sharing until he lets go of that baggage. The baggage he was holding on to from his trip. And again, how we do anything is how we do everything. Everything in life offers us lessons somewhere else. And of course, this is one of those situations I couldn't help but think that in all of our lives, this man couldn't embrace what was in the now, what was right at his feet. He couldn't embrace uh, what was being offered to him while he was holding on to the luggage from his journey. So how many of us walk, how many of us walk around being weighed down by the baggage of your journey? You can't possibly embrace a new relationship, that new companion, that new career, that new friendship, or, or that new life you want while you're still holding on to the baggage of the last one. How would your life be different if you let go and allow yourself to embrace what is waiting for you right at your feet. Everything would change. And thanks so much for your message, Deirdre. I hope that advice helps some. I got to do one more email and then I have to get going. This one's from, uh, uh, oh, and by the way, if you guys uh, want to send messages, you could you can go to stevemaraboli.com, send a message through there. You could call us through there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, send a message at message. Uh, my staff will pick it up and they'll, they'll, they'll pick one to, and you should see, I get this list of different uh, emails I can choose from whenever I have time to knock out a quick podcast. So we read them, we see them. Some of them I won't do for a podcast, but I am well known for just grabbing my phone and calling people while I'm in the car, while I'm at the airport, when I'm sitting in a hotel room, when I'm walking out, while I'm having breakfast, I will call people who contact us and I will have a personal conversation with you. That's what I'm here for, to touch as many lives as I can while I can. And uh, let me just go get to the, the next email because I know I have to get going soon. 
Hey, Steve, I've been going through a lot lately uh, in changing my life. I'm creating change in my behaviors and my surroundings, but it seems like life pushes back at me. I'm holding strong, but but, but it gets tiring. Does this stop? Do I eventually, quote unquote, get there? And this is from Edwin in Sacramento, California. Uh, sure, sure, we, we get there in, in one sense. In, in one sense, Edwin, we get there. In the sense that you're creating change and you want to create, uh, it sounds to me, as you're changing your surroundings, hopefully creating an environment that's conducive to the type of life you want to live, uh, an environment that's conducive to to empowering, inspiring, refining, improving, enhancing each other um, and, and behaviors, of course, changing behaviors, everything. So I'm glad that you're doing that. And of course, of course, there's always resistance, but resistance comes with anything, Edwin. Resistance comes. Don't forget that while you are Edwin and you look in the mirror and you fix your hair and you fix your clothes, don't forget that we are atoms and molecules in motion. We are very subject to the laws of physics. So anytime you have movement, you have resistance. The people who have no resistance need to check their pulses because if you have movement, you have resistance. So it's actually a sign that you're moving. It's a challenging sign, but does it get easier? Sure, it gets easier in one, in one instance. In another instance, the challenges change, but you have through your struggles, you get that strength. Through your struggles, you learn the tools that you feel better equipped to deal with those challenges. You also, by creating an environment conducive to your growth, you have an environment that's better equipped to help each other in their challenges. You're in the right direction, buddy. Don't quit. You remind me of... I. When I was in the military, I learned so much in the military. It was, it was fun. It was exciting. It was scary. It was all those things. But I, I learned a lot of lessons when in the military. I mean, it's, it's the right age because I was 18 to 22 years old when I was in the military. So, so many valuable lessons I learned. It really shaped me into who I am today. And I'm, I'm forever grateful. And one of those lessons I learned was the difference between bravery and courage. And so everybody wants to change. Everybody wants something different. Why do so few do it? And I, I feel like I learned this lesson. And it was a bit humorous at the time, but I, I've carried this, this lesson with me. Now, I, I don't remember the particulars. I just remember that I had been nominated. I was like 20, 21 years old maybe. And I had been nominated for some sort of leadership award. And... It's a really it's it's an interesting thing to get nominated for an award when you're in the military because everybody's a beast, everybody's brave, everybody is gung ho and they're 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 strong and they're there with you. So it's kind of weird to be selected out like that in front of your in front of your peers. And and I think it made it more so. I was a kid. I was like I said, twenty or, or twenty one, and. Uh, and so I was, I was struggling with it a little bit to stand in front of my peers and pretend that I'm better in some way, and I just didn't see it. So I couldn't help but ask uh, the master sergeant why I was being selected over uh, many brave soldiers they had to choose from. And he said, I'll never forget, he said, you're right. <laughs> By the way, he smoked like 20 cigarettes an hour. Like this dude smoked 20 cigarettes an hour, and he looked... 
with my memory as I'm thinking about him, he looked like he was 140 years old. But the reality of it is, I am the age right now that he probably was back in my memory. So, so I can't help but wonder if this if that's what I look like to to 20-year-olds, probably. But anyways, he said, you're right. All of these soldiers are brave men and women, but you, you are courageous. That's why you've been selected. So I was, I guess he saw the look of, of bewilderment on my face. And so he continued, he said, Maraboli, there's a difference between bravery and courage. I'm going to tell you the difference and I want you to always remember this. Any brave man will grab a lion by his balls, but it takes courage to keep squeezing. <laughs> and I, I never forgot that lesson. I never forgot that lesson because sometimes in life you've got to keep squeezing. It may have been taken bravery for you to get moving. It, it may have taken bravery for you to want to make the changes and act upon the changes in your life. Maybe to go back to school, to, to go back into a relationship, or for you to trust again, or to love again, or to, to want to get back in the career field, or to start a business, or to act upon your dreams. But sometimes bravery isn't enough. Sometimes once you're in the thick of it, You've got to keep squeezing, keep squeezing and not give up. If life knocks you down, you've got to get up. It's not about not having problems. The only people who don't have problems are the people who aren't living anymore. They're just existing. They're not living. Life's happening to them. They're not happening to life. You've got to get up. Happiness is not the absence of problems. It's the ability to deal with them. Don't be disillusioned into thinking that, that you'll eventually get to a point where you're so enlightened, so intelligent, so spiritual, so scientific. You've got it so figured out that you won't have any problems. Save your energy and attachment to the nonsense of that idea. Life will always deliver you challenges. How you respond will determine the reward you reap. Keep squeezing. Hopefully that helps you out, Edwin. Hey, everybody, thank you so much. I got to get going. Check out our website, stevemaraboli.com. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe. Tell other people about it. If you have any questions, contact us through our website or any of the social media. Thank you so much. Sending you big hugs from New York heading to D.C. Let's do this.